Thursday night football was at least more exciting than the last couple ones. But what made it even crazier was what happened after Thursday night football. Christian McCaffrey headed to the Niners. We're going to break down that trade, what it means for San Francisco. And we're going to go into, are the Cardinals back? Also, our pick six right here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to the Locked On NFL Podcast. It's the Friday edition with Chris Carter and your boy Q here on the Locked On NFL Podcast. Remember, this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We break it all down here. we got different hosts every day. You can find this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube. If you see this on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel for all the daily episodes on the NFL. We also are brought today by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season long with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we got Q of Locked On Raiders and Chris of Locked On Steelers, but neither of our teams are in the spotlight right now. This mm. is the Niners who stole the, who stole the night away by trading for Christian McCaffrey, getting them a true playmaker running back, and in the process, they don't give up a first round pick. They gave up. They gave up a second, a third, and a fourth round pick, all in 2023's NFL draft, and a fifth round pick in 2024. Q, did they rob the Panthers in getting Christian McCaffrey, or or is this just part of the fire sale that they're going to be through as now the fighting mat rules are no more? Um, you know, it's a good question. I think that they did a little bit of both. I think that, you know, they went out there and they got a really good player in Christian McCaffrey. When you talk about C-Mac, though, you always have to talk about health. And is he going to be available? How long is he going to be available? But you just think about the talent himself and you think about what that adds to the 49ers and the talent that they already have. You imagine that that Kyle Shanahan-led offense is going to be really dynamic with Christian McCaffrey. And then you look at the flip side of it, and I think that both teams really did well on Thursday night, right? I mean, the Panthers they got some draft picks. Like you said, the fighting mat rules are no longer. Uh, they're going to obviously uh, look to, to make some moves in the, in the draft this upcoming year, most likely to go get a quarterback because they need one desperately. None of the quarterbacks they got, the whole time mat rule was there, was the guy. I mean, think about all the quarterbacks that they went through. None of them worked out yeah. to be anybody. So, you know, at this stage of the game, they've got to find some uh, some quarterback to lead the charge. Now they have more ammunition to make a move if need be. Uh, and who knows, depending on what they do with the rest of the season, hell, they might end up with the number one pick overall anyway, but they've got plenty of ammunition in the upcoming draft. So if you're trying to turn this team around and you're going to look for a good uh, head coach in the offseason to go in and lead the charge, uh, to have that extra ammunition there in the draft is going to be, uh, it's going to be attractive for the whoever the next uh, head coach is going to be of the Panthers. It is going to be attractive because, you know, you're getting a chance to reform a team. And if, if you have draft picks, those are picks that you will make. You right. know, you're not t- you're not get, getting veterans that that, we, that were traded to the team. You get a chance to build there. But I'm actually uh, the fun. It's funny about this, man. When Matt Rule took over and anyone who's mm-hmm. listened to this show ever, you're a big Matt Rule guy. I'm a big Matt Rule guy. I was in Central Texas and obviously I covered uh, Matt Rule when he was at Baylor, the head coach. The minute he took over in Carolina, I thought his first move was going to be to trade uh, Christian McCaffrey. And everyone hmm. thought I was crazy. And I said, no, he's not going to win right now. He's not going to win for a couple years. Matt Rule's MO is what? He wins in three years. So why in the hell is he going to run? Christian McCaffrey into the ground, and then all of a sudden when he's ready to win, is he going to have a healthy Christian McCaffrey? Well, it never worked out like that. Matt Rule didn't Mm -hmm. never set up to win, obviously. I mean, even in the third year, he wasn't able to win, and that's why they fired him. But 
Christian McCaffrey was basically injured the whole time. So when they gave him that contract extension, that was one of the first things they did when Rule got there. It blew my mind because I never understood, Chris, I never understood why. Why are you going to give this running back this contract extension? And one, he has health questions. And two, you're not built to win right now. No. It'd be different if they had their quarterback of the future. Right. It'd be different if they had, you know, an entire defense that you could that you could build around. And listen, I'm not one of those ones. And you and I have done this before. I've gone over this before. Running back is important. People try to Absolutely. say running back is not important. Absolutely. It, it's important. The running back position is important, but it is not the most important position. It is not the the, the position that you build around entire an entire team. Right. You know, you, if you if you have a great defense and you're still looking to build, you know, get chemistry in your passing game, a great running back can help you can buy you time. You know, but in in the in the great rebuild that the Panthers were going through, right. they needed to not have to depend on Christian McCaffrey. Right. And he's not Derrick Henry. You know, he's not, no. you know, I mean, and he's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. I don't want anyone to right. come from my neck and be like, why did you dis this Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> he's a hell of a player, hell of a talent. He's just often injured. That's my main point. So when you gave him a contract extension, and when I say you, I'm talking about the Carolina Panthers. When you go and give him a big contract extension, you're saying, we believe you're going to be healthy for the next three, four, five years. And that never stood a chance. So he has another opportunity now. He's in San Francisco, a team that's built to win right now, uh, even though they have Jimmy G. And, and look, that's probably a better option anyway at this stage of the game because you don't know what you were going to get with Trey Lance. Now you have you know Jimmy G. You have Debo Samuel. You have George Kittle. You add Christian McCaffrey to the mix. I mean, you have weapons. And, oh, by the All way, the you have a strong defense and a hell of a play mm-hmm. caller. So, I mean, this could work out great for San Francisco right now, and it could work out great for the Panthers in the long run heading into Sunday, the NFC West has the Niners, the Rams and the Seahawks all at three and three and the Cardinals with three and four. Does this trade to get Christian McCaffrey make the, make the Niners your favorite to win the division? Not necessarily, you know, and and the only reason I say that is, and I don't, I don't know that division is weird uh, only because the Rams feel like they've taken a step back. The Niners, I feel like, are kind of an unknown. You don't really know what you're going to get from them week to week. This mm-hmm. will help them. But like I said, I can't just say, okay, that's going to help seal the deal because I don't know if he's going to be available. I mean, you know, it's, like, it's again, part it's, of it. that's the biggest thing with me and Christian McCaffrey is the whole health situation. And, I, you know, I, I know I feel like and I sound like I'm, I'm over, putting extra on it, but the reality is he's, he just hasn't been healthy. He's played 16 games. Wait, 16 games in since 2019, I believe. I mean, that's that's yeah. a, that's a very little amount of games, right? So, I mean, he just yeah. hasn't been available. So, if he can consistently, uh, you know, show me that he's going to be available, then the the you know, it's a whole different ball game. It's funny. Right after the trade happened, I tweeted out that oh, Christian McCaffrey is going to be coming to Las Vegas on January 1st. The Raiders <laughs> will be facing him, and I had everyone in my mentions like, yeah, only if he's available, only if he's actually not on IR at that point. And I had to realize, like, yeah, it's a good point. You know, yeah. I mean, so it's not just me. Like, that's when you think Christian McCaffrey, most people, unfortunately, think injuries. Yeah, he's had a lot of them. He's been out, he's been off the field. And I think also a lot of this gets amplified even more by fantasy sports, right? Because Christian McCaffrey has been like a, if he's healthy, you pick him right. number one, number two, number three in, the, in, in an NFL draft. But because he's been, he's been hurt so much, so many people have just been like, I'm, I'm staying away from him. Right. Exactly. And I don't play fantasy football, but I know what you're talking about. So I, I get it. You know, I mean, again, folks don't, you know, they don't trust them. And so, again, I think that it's a great talent. If he can stay healthy, man, San Francisco's got them a, 
a great player that can make it happen right now for him and help them get over the uh, over the uh, the hump in the NFC West. I just don't know if he's going to be available the whole time. And look, they did a good job as well because they kept him away from the Rams. The Rams were the other team that were really going hot and heavy after him. So imagine that. Both NFC West teams were going Ooh. after C-Mac. So he was heavily coveted. He goes back to the Bay. Remember, he played college football in uh, at Stanford. So he heads back to the Bay Area. Uh, of course, his dad, uh, you know, obviously has the San Francisco ties as well. So I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's all kind of there's all kind of things to to like about this move. But we'll see. We'll see what it happens in the end of the at the end of the day. We certainly will see. We'll see if it was a uh, if it was the right move. If, it's, if it was the safe move for the, for the Niners to build at the running back position to get another playmaker for that offense. But we got to talk about this Thursday night football game because <laughs> the because the Cardinals put up some numbers in this game on both sides of the ball. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, we talk to you guys about our sponsors at Simply Safe. Here's a sports analogy for you: When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone, and you need the absolute strongest defense that you can muster for the goal line stand. This is why I trust and use. Simply Safe Home and Security at Simply Safe. Your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back, so you always know that your home is safe. What I can tell you is that Simply Safe staff for help. They are attentive. They pay attention to what you're asking about, and they do everything they can to help you find out what you're looking for and find out whatever situation. Figure out what whatever situation you're in. I love I love the the, the Simply Safe phone app because. It makes it easy to get in touch with 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 their workers. It allows you to view, view your home at all times, and it makes it easy to get the answers for the questions thanks to their app and their support team. And that support team has 24-7 professional monitoring. Simply Safe's agents call you the moment that a threat is detected and dispatch police for, or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe's blankets your home and protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL. Save 20% for your of your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Do that by visiting simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more because there's no safe like Simply Safe. <laughs> Here in the Locked On NFL podcast, I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. All right, Q. Now that we've gotten through the big trade news, we got to get through the actual game that was played. And make sure and you that- check out Locked On 49ers, by the way, because I know they'll have a lot more to talk about oh, when it comes to Chris. They're going to have all the heat there. Yeah. Yeah, they, those, the, you know, Brian and Croc, they're going to yeah. be talking all night long. Want so to make go, sure to shout go, them go out. Go there yeah. um, to, to see what's going on. But also, there was some Thursday night football happening. Yep. And the Cardinals, for a second there, I thought they were going to blow the lead, but they held on. They they handled their business. This team had back-to-back pick sixes, had the return of DeAndre Hopkins, and still only won by eight against the Saints. I thought this was going to be a slaughter. And it looked, for a while, it looked like a slaughter until the Saints started just to, to storm back a little bit there uh, at, the, at the end of the game. But Q... I look at the, I look at this win. I see 100 passer rating for Kyler Murray, 204 yards through the air, touchdown pass. I see Eno Benjamin getting 92 yards on on the ground and and, and a touchdown. I see DeAndre Hopkins. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. Ten catches on 14 targets for 103. He's well yards. rested. He's well right. He's well rested. Um, 
you got three interceptions. Two of them were pick sixes. Mm-hmm. Encouraging. Are the Cardinals back? Are they a team that's next that now that now that DeAndre Hopkins is back and they've gone through they, they've gone through they're taking their lumps? Are they a team that we're going to look at and be like, wow, man, that team was just one great receiver away from being a real contender? Do they still have Cliff Kingsbury as a head coach? Hold on. Let me check my notes. <laughs> yes. Well, then, no. I don't. I just no. I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe in Cliff Kingsbury. Um, you can always check out Locked On Cardinals if you want to get an update from Alex Clancy because I know he's not a big Kingsbury guy. <laughs> Listen, there's nobody who flames Cliff Kingsbury like Alex Clancy. I know. Like, like we we just we just be chilling on Twitter, doing our thing. It'll yep. be like like three in the afternoon, and Alex would just be like, "I hate Cliff." Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> he just exactly. He'll just flame. <laughs> Exactly, like, all the time. So it's not just it's not just me. I'm not a big Kingsbury fan. I watched him in the Big 12 lose with Patrick Mahomes consistently, right? So that told me all I needed to know when Patrick Mahomes was at Texas Tech and Kingsbury was the head coach there. They couldn't win anything. Me and you could beat them, and that's a problem. So um, he just fell up to a nice job in the NFL after losing in college, which, you know, that happens all the time, right? So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I just – I'm not a big fan of, of Kingsbury, and I, I don't believe that he can – guide this team where they need to go. I do believe that they have some good weapons. Obviously, having D-Hop back is great. You know, you saw what he was able to do Thursday night, and the Cardinals get the, what, 42-34 win over the Saints, and the Saints are just, you know, they're one of those teams that are scratching their head wondering what's going on. Um, Kyler Murray at moments looks really good, and then other moments, you know, he kind of, I just, I don't know if he's going to be that guy either. So I I just, I'm a wait-and-see type of mode when it comes to the Cardinals, see how they operate. I believe they have like what, uh, 10 days off now they're going on a buy or something like that. And they yeah, have, they have at like least that. a week to get a little healthy. So we'll see what they look like coming back. But, um, if, if they were only one wide receiver away from, you know, being a really good team, then okay. They just went and made the move with the Panthers for Robbie Anderson as well. So that's another trade that the Panthers have made and, you mm-hmm. know, tried to help, uh, you know, kind of, uh, boost up that roster with the Cardinals. Hollywood Brown's going to be out for a while. Um, we'll, we'll see. I don't know if their defense is is that good. There's a lot of elements to that Cardinals team that I have questions about. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, at least they were able to put up some points on a Thursday night football game, which is something we haven't seen in a long time. Again, getting the 42-34 victory. But those pick sixes, man, those turnovers that uh, Andy Dalton threw on Thursday night are the reason why New Orleans lost that game. Well, absolutely, because again, he, he does. If they're even if they're just interceptions and not interceptions returned for touchdowns, right, right. maybe they do win the, win this game. Um, but you know, he, he's a backup. You know, it's a, it's a rough year for the Saints. Plus, they are decimated with injuries. I mean, that injury list going into this game was just it was a CVS receipt. There yeah. was just way too many things that they that they had to consider. But here's my biggest concern for the Cardinals for the for the people that, that are like, oh, the Cardinals fans are probably thinking like, we're back, baby. Right. In this game, the Saints had more first downs. Mm-hmm. Over 170 yards more on total offense. The Cardinals were three of ten on third downs versus the Saints mm. being six of thirteen. And I I look at these things and I'm thinking like, man, like you know, the biggest thing that helped them was the turnover battle. The Cardinals didn't turn over the ball, and the 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 Saints threw three interceptions. But I I look at this and I'm like, man. If this offense does not get it cleaned up, if they and, and I get it, DeAndre Hopkins just got back. They've got to they've got to take time to clear things up and, mm. and and get through stuff. But if they're not able to find chemistry, because a lot of their success in my when I watch them, 
is Kyler Murray just making up stuff, right? And just kind of playing sandbox football. Yeah, like I'm gonna go here, ball. you go there. Let's yep. go get him. Yep. They can't live off of that yeah. versus this. And trust me, Ben Roethlisberger tried for years <laughs> here in Pittsburgh, and, but eventually he had to wise up and read defenses from the pocket and be a and be a smarter quarterback. That's not to say that Kyler Murray can't do it, right? But in Cliff Kingsbury's system, there's got to be better answers than there have been. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, again, they've got to clean a lot of things up. You know, obviously having Hopkins back is big. I mean, I'll give them that. That's that is big. That's an awesome weapon. He's one of the best wide receivers in the league, and uh, they have a strong run game as they showed on Thursday night against the Saints. I mean, they 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 obviously have the dogs to go get yep. it done. Uh, you know, and Benjamin's not even their their number one running back, right? Their number one running back is James Conner, who didn't play. So, I mean, they have the weapons to get it done. I just don't know if all those weapons are coming together. And luckily for them, they found a way to win a couple games. So, I mean, you, you got to feel good about yourself if you're the Cardinals and you're finding ways to win, even if that wasn't the prettiest game on Thursday night and you had to get it done defensively. At least you did get it done. Now they are going into the bye week and they got to figure out exactly – uh, how to clean things up on the second half run. So we'll see what happens. You know, I don't want to poo-poo on them and act like they're a terrible team. I just, I don't really have a lot of faith in them. Let's put it like that. Hey, listen, they haven't given too many people to have a lot of faith in them. Right, exactly. So I, totally, I totally get that. Don't blame you at all in the least for that. We're going to get to our picks, though, because we got our pick six of the weekend coming up here right on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast with Chris Carter. He's your boy Q. We'll get to those picks in just a minute. But first, we got to talk to you guys about betonline.net. Now, y'all know about betonline.net. It's the number one source for all your betting stats and sports inf- information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, news, including Major League Baseball's playoffs that are getting ever so close to the World Series, the NBA season that's just kick-started, the NHL season that's just kick-started, and, of course, week seven of the NFL. We had a sports equinox. All four of the major sports yep. played Thursday, and the only place to get all that betting information that you need to place the right bets down, down is betonline.net. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action when you visit BetOnline, where the game starts. <laughs> And it's time for the pick six here, where we go. We pick six games. Q and I give you the odds, the lines, and then we tell you which way we're going here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Q, let's fire this up. Let's do it. Let's do it. First game I got here, one o'clock Sunday, AFC North Rise. All these are Eastern, by the way. Chris acts like we live in a world where all the time zones are the same, just because Listen. he's just because he's on the East Coast. The East Coast is the Beast Coast. So we follow the Beast over here. Let's nah, go. The, the West Coast is the best coast, homeboy. Listen, first of all, you're not even from the West. You from I am Central? From, no, I you, am from the West Coast. No, no, no. you. you look, what, no. What's your? What's your? What's your? What's that number? I found that the, your boy two, Q is two, that. Five, is, that a, is that a West Coast number? No, that's no, that's Central Texas. But I'm okay. There you go. Check, 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 hey, check, check the uh, check the records, homeboy. I'm from the Bay Area. From, oh, the, Bay. from the Bay Area. Now you claim, you claim everywhere. You like Snoop Dogg. You wear all the jerseys of all the check places. The, check the record. Check the record. The record says two five four. I'm right a forty five year old man no. who spent eleven years in Texas. You do the math and you tell me. Wait, did you say you're a seventy five year old man? I said forty five. If oh, I was seventy five, I'd still look good. You need to catch <laughs> this up. Is true. You be looking great for a seventy five year old man. <laughs> I look great for a forty five year old man. Why you BSing? <laughs> Hell, you you hope that you look this good when you become forty five. 
you, you all right, Q. I hope I look that good when I'm I know you do, man. Hell, I'm I glad see, I'm not, though. I right see the now. way I'm you be looking at me, I'm man. Looking, I mean, I'm you, be, even better at you be trying to take tips on how to get your hair looking as good as mine. I got you, man. I'll help you out. What you talking about? I got my barber hooking me up all the time. Get out of here with that, Q. Come all on. Right, let's get Come to on. our pick six, man. Let's get to our pick six. It's just since I was so rudely interrupted <laughs> by you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we got the Browns and the Ravens. <laughs> 1 p.m. Eastern. There you go. You got to be specific. Not Pacific, specific. Right, yeah, because Pacific is lame. Anyways, uh, <laughs> six and a half point favorites that the Ravens are at home. Forty, the, the over under is forty five and a half, and the money line is minus two eighty Ravens plus two thirty five Browns. Man, I know the Ravens are hurting up, are hurt up right now. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that one report though about the Browns about how they're talking like they're not focusing enough right now and they're not they're, they're not taking practice seriously. Like that kind of stuff. Sometimes it's not that much. Sometimes right. that's just players just saying saying some hoopla. Yeah. When I was looking at that, I'm like, this don't seem like hoopla. This this seems like the Browns are concerned that they're they're turning back into you know the old the, the Browns, Browns. Of old where, <laughs> yeah the, the Browns yeah just, <laughs> yeah just being who they've always right. been right you know I, you know and I I I hate to say I told you so but. I was telling you so. Like this team, like they have, they have some really good players on their team. There's no doubt. Miles Garrett is a is a is a beast of a human being off the edge. Nick Chubb is a fantastic running back. They've got guys. I love Denzel Ward. I love I love guys on this on this roster. But they're still not built to win consistently. And the Ravens are are an organization, the original Cleveland Browns, who right. stole the t- the franchise away from Cleveland. I think that if they're at home. They're going to handle these guys. Well, you know, and Baltimore has been, I don't want to say struggling, but they've had a couple of tough losses, man. And Lamar's they had have. a couple of tough moments where he's thrown some bad, ill-advised passes and turned the ball over and set his team up for failure. So Lamar's got to get back to having that MVP Lamar games, right? And the defense is starting to play a little bit better, uh, but they're still not where they need to be. They're still not a Baltimore Raven defense that we're used to seeing each and every uh, week and, and every year. So I think that in this game against the Browns, who, as you mentioned, they're not really focused, struggling a little bit here and there to get things cooking. I think this would be a perfect recipe for the Ravens just to get right, right? A get right game. Not that the Browns are slouches, but Baltimore could take their angers and frustrations out on the Browns. So, you know, I'm, I, I'm taking the Ravens in this one. Uh, I know that they're six and a half point favorites. I think that they'll definitely uh, cover that spread, no doubt about it. So, yeah, I'm rolling with Baltimore. Same here. We have, the, uh, we have another AFC North team playing here. The Cincinnati Bengals are six point favorites over the visiting. Atlanta Falcons money line is plus 230 for the Falcons minus 275 for the Bengals over under sit at 47 Q I'm rolling with Cincinnati you already know man you know my uh you know my Bengal allegiance man you know my um, Bengal family out there in Cincinnati Bengal family I ain't never even been to Cincinnati but I got some Bengal family out there I know I do so shout out to the Bengals no it's in, in all reality though they are getting right though Cincinnati seems like they're starting to get a, a get right a little bit. Their their offense is clicking a little bit. Like I said, a little bit. They're starting to get yeah, right. Yeah, I was, I was, you know, was going to say it's it not no be, Super Bowl put, run. Put put a little bit in capital letters because I'm still like I'm still not sold here. I'm picking them to win, right? But but you know, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons covered. I, I wouldn't be surprised. No, well, that's what Marcus it. Mariota does really well. I mean, if we're yep. just talking about the line, he's covered the last yep. what six starts he's had. I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's been on a roll. So if we're just talking about the Lions, then yeah, I would roll with Atlanta. You know, I say, hey, uh, okay, uh, the Bengals have six are their six point favorites. Cool, roll with Atlanta in this one, and and they'll cover. They'll 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 be they'll be fine. But I think winning the game outright, it'll be Cincinnati. I also think the under is going to hit in this one. Okay, 
just because I think that this is going to be more defensive than a lot of people realize. I think the, the Falcons are going to try to run, grind the clock out. I think the Bengals, they'll they'll score in some quick hits, but I think they'll have a lot of drives that kind of stall, and that's why this game will be close because the Bengals won't be able to string together as many scoring drives as they like, and the Falcons will do just enough to hang in there. But I do think the Bengals pull it out in the end there. Um, but I'm right with you. I think the Falcons cover yet again. Right. Our, our next game here in AFC South showdown, the Colts at the Titans. Now, you might say, be saying in your head, why are they talking about these two teams? Well, the Colts have a winning record now, right. which if you had told me after week two or week one, I would have called you a liar. But they're 3-2-1. and one. The Titans are 3-2. and two. To me, you know, I, it's tough to call this uh, a, a win now situation. Right. It's tough to call this a must-win situation. For, for either team because the AFC South is just so bad, you'll be able to recover. But I do think for the Titans, this is their chance to assert, hey, we still have Derrick Henry. We've, we've invested in a defense. We've still got Ryan. We, we can make this work, guys. I think it's their time to try and, and, and do that and show that they can they can be a big boys and beat up beat up some of the teams that they're, that they're meant to bully, like the Colts. But the Titans are only two-point favorites in this. The money line is minus 135 for the Titans, plus 115 for the Colts, and the over-under is set at 42. Q, how you see this working out? This was a tough one for me, man. I don't really like this game, not because, you know, the teams. I just – there's there's elements on both teams that I don't like. I don't like the fact that the Titans give up the big play. They give up a lot of big plays. And I don't it's like problem. the fact that the Colts – Matt Ryan doesn't look very good, but their defense is good, right? So there's two mm-hmm. different uh, elements on these teams that I like. I like Derrick Henry running the rock, obviously, for Tennessee – but then their defense gives it the big play. I love the Colts' defense, but then their offense stinks, right? Especially when Jonathan Taylor and, and company are, are injured. I think JT might be back this week. Uh, maybe. I'm not 100% sure on that. But right, he's working He's working his way there. There you go. So, um, man, Whew, this was tough. I want to – you know what? I'm going to go with the upset here. I'm going to go with the Colts, even though it's only a two-point – you know, the Ooh. Titans are two-point favorites. I'm going to go with the Colts only because – I believe in defense, and I do like their defense. I think that they have enough defensively to get it done. Uh, Gus Bradley and company, I think that they'll find a way to put their offense in better position to score. So I'm going to roll with the Colts, which probably means the Titans will blow them out, but I'm going to roll with the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. We, we got a split there. He's going Colts. I'm going Titans. Let's flip it to the 4 o'clock games, or I guess the noon game. No, 1 o'clock games for yeah, you guys, right. I guess, out right. there in the West Coast, right? That's right. Get it right, man. I'm just I, I'm just letting y'all know, making sure that y'all ain't missing the games. That's right. But the Seattle Seahawks visit the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers favored by five. Money line is minus two twenty five. Chargers plus one ninety five. Safe Seahawks. And remember, you can get all these odds and ends and lines from BetOnline.net. The over under set at fifty and a half. It's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. And I mean the over under, not necessarily the. Uh, the the uh, the game itself and the result. <sighs> I'm going with the Chargers, even though Justin Herbert hasn't looked right. Even though the Seattle Seahawks could sometimes just be weird and get really good out of nowhere, nowhere right. with Pete Carroll. I, I I gotta ride with the Chargers. This has to be a time they stand up for themselves. If they lose this game, it's gonna be like uh, there's gonna be a lot of questions being asked in Los Angeles. Right, and look, I just I have a problem. You know, put my money where Geno Smith's at, right? I have a problem. Yeah. I have a problem counting on Geno Smith to continue to play like he's playing. 
I mean, he's similar to me. What Geno Smith is doing, and I don't know how the rest of the season is going to play out, obviously, but what Geno Smith is doing is similar to what the New York Giants are doing. Like, they're winning right now, but at some point you feel like, okay, that shoe's got to drop, right? I mean, the Giants are 5-1, and one, and Geno Smith is playing good ball. It's the best ball he's played so far. But at some point, I feel like the Giants, you know, their, their rabbit foot is going to, you know, they're going to misplace it, and they're going to lose right. it, and, and, and something's going to happen. And – at some point, I feel like Geno Smith is going to re- realize that he's actually Geno Smith and he's not supposed to be playing well. <laughs> so, you know, I think that the Chargers, Khalil Mack, will give him a, obviously a, a, a rough time uh, in this game. J.C. Jackson, their, their big-time corner that they, they paid a lot of money for in free agency, has stunk this year. He's been really yeah. bad. He's been a bust. He got benched last week. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how that shakes out. But I think the pressure that Khalil Mack will put on Geno Smith will really put him in a, in a bad situation. Uh, kind of get him twisted up in a phone booth. So I think that uh, I think the Chargers win this game, no doubt. Moving right along, we got the Chiefs at the Niners. This one's a lot closer than I looked than I thought it would be on the betting lines. The Chiefs are only favored by one and a half points. Um, the money line is minus one twenty nine. Chiefs plus one hundred nine. Niners. The over under at forty eight and a half. Niners, of course, they've been a defensive team. Yep. They get a chance to go up against one of the most offensive teams. I think that if if the Niners are in a great place, mm-hmm. they can be a kryptonite for the Chiefs. But I don't think they're in a great place yet. I think they got. I think they have a lot of work to do. I think they have a lot of, of continuity to build. I'm taking the Chiefs, and with one and a half points as a coin flip, I'll take the Chiefs all day. I'm going to roll with the Niners in this one. I really am. I just think okay. that uh, that defense is going to be strong, similar to what I thought about the Colts. I think that defense is going to be really strong, and they're going to make Patrick Mahomes a little frustrated. And I'll tell you, I mean, the Chiefs very well easily could be on a two-game losing streak right now. Uh, the Raiders damn near beat them on Monday night, and then they did lose uh, on Sunday you know, to uh, Buffalo. In, in in Kansas City, you know, both of those games were in Kansas City. Now they're taking they're he- heading the road and hitting the road and going to uh, San Francisco, a.k.a. Santa Clara, uh, out there where the great America is. And so, um, you know, I, I just think that it's going to be tough for Kansas City, man. They're a good team, but I think a, a, a strong defense and a good defensive game plan will kind of muddy the water up a little bit. So I think it'll be a low scoring game and I think that's favorite San Francisco. So I'm going to roll with the 49ers in this one. All right. We've arrived Sunday night football. Or I guess Sunday afternoon football. So there you go. Hey, man, everything. look. We got to clarify everything with you. I'm just saying, don't, don't be jealous that by the time Sunday night football is over, it's barely nighttime on the West Coast. The West Coast is and the best I'm coast. I'm not for jealous. I like sports. to go to sleep right after Sunday night football. What you talking about? Hey, man, it would be nice for you to finish the game around 830 or 9 o'clock at the latest and say, hey, man, I still got my whole evening instead of look up and it's like 11. I'm just saying. I hear you. I know you do. What, you're out, you're what, out at those stadiums late, so I know. Not as late as I used to be. I will say I love my job, <laughs> but um, still, it is it is it is a hurt piece some some of those days. But the Dolphins are favored by seven points over the Steelers. The Dolphins minus three fifteen on the money line. Steelers plus two sixty five. The over under at forty four and a half. I, I I've talked about this game all week long. Tua Tagovailoa is back. Kenny Pickett's expected to be back. The Steelers are expected to get back all of their starting secondary. They were the Q. They beat the Buccaneers and Tom Brady right without their top three cornerbacks, without Minka Fitzpatrick, without T.J. Watt, and without Pat Fryer with an offense. Right. No, I know it was, and one that was kind of uh, you know reflective on how bad Tampa Bay, in my opinion, is right now. But also, two, it also shows that the Steelers can overcome 
a lot of adversity. I think in this game, I think Miami wins it. I don't think that they uh, they win it by seven, though. You know, if you're just going on the, the betting line, I would roll yeah. with the Steelers, take the points. I don't think it's going to be that big. I, I question, I want to see what Tua looks like when he comes back, right? I mean, that's going to be the biggest question. Obviously, all eyes are on him. Uh, it's just about rules damn near been changed since he uh, got injured. Uh, so, you know, I mean, the game is being officiated differently now ever since his second concussion. So I'm interested to see what it looks like. Uh, I don't think that Kenny Pickett is ready to win yet in the NFL as far as, you know, go out and lead the team and just be that guy. Is he back from concussion or is it is it Trubisky still out there? So officially he is still in the protocol, but he's okay. been taking all the first team reps according to the team. And so okay. I fully expect Kenny Pickett to play this weekend. Okay. All right. So I wasn't sure about that, but uh, I just think that, you know, just leading the charge, I'm, I, I, he's going to have to develop into that. I do think he's going to end up being a good quarterback, but just not ready to anoint him that dude just yet. I think Miami wins, but I don't think they win by seven. I'm, I'm with you. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Miami pulls this off, but th- I, I really see this. Whoever wins, it's going to be a one possession game. Yeah. It's not going to be some blowout. It's not going to be some crazy. I think this is this is going to be just a matter of like, hey, you know what? Who gets the turnovers late? Right. Who gets more desperate? Who makes the first big mistake of the game? And what? What you know? And and how does the offense then capitalize on it? I really think it comes down to that much. I'm going with the Steelers. Um. But I, I do think that if you're looking at a gambling si- si- side to this, um, there, there's definitely a lot of advantages by picking the Steelers with with seven with, with seven points. I do right. think the Steelers are going to be able to um, to you know to kind of keep keep things close even if they lose this game. But it's going to be exciting. We're going to we're going to see a lot. We saw we had a few differences here, but it's going to be a big weekend for the NFL as it always is when there's games going on. And uh, we'll keep you up to date with all the all the uh, all the news, the league news, and everything that's going on. Trade deadlines approaching, so stick stay yeah. tuned yep. to all to your local teams, to the national shows, everything here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's all about your team every day. Q, let people know they can find you, follow you, get more of your work. Well, as you pointed out, my Twitter account at your boy Q254. So uh, there you go. You can find me. I put out everything locked on Raiders, locked on NFL, locked on bets. Uh, everything I do always traces back to my Twitter account again at your boy Q254. Two five four. Check that out, uh, Chris. I know you got a lot that you're working with as well. Where, uh, where can folks find you? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Check me out at on the Locked On Steelers podcast, just like you check out Q on Locked On Raiders and both of us on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We're all on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube. If you see this video on YouTube, like the video, please subscribe to this channel to get all of our daily updates as well as plenty of bonus content that comes out here from all of our hosts across the country. Uh, thanks again for checking out the Locked On NFL podcast. We appreciate y'all. We'll be back on your screens and in your ears next week, breaking down what happened. Who knows? Maybe there was another big trade Mm -hmm. right before the deadline that people got off. It's going to be a fun way to watch either way.